Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 115, top five reasons to use Audacity for podcasting. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is a how-to podcast about podcasting and using Audacity. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. Every five episodes, I like to talk specifically about Audacity, because I know many of you, you use Audacity for your podcasting or for audio editing or any kind of audio production, and Audacity is fantastic software because of several reasons. I've got five, what I think are the top five reasons, and this is pretty much consistent with the feedback I've been receiving from several of my community members, the top five reasons for using Audacity to podcast podcasting. And if you are interested in learning how to use Audacity, then I will have an Audacity workshop coming up, and I'll share more information about that at the end of the episode. But you can jump to learnaudacity.com to get the details right away. So let's get into this. The top five reasons to use Audacity for podcasting. Audacity is fantastic software, and when people start getting interested in podcasting. I frequently see these tweets go out that say something like, thinking about podcasting, what can I use other than Audacity? And I often ask them, why do you not want to use Audacity? And they'll they'll have some reason like just, oh, I want to make a high quality podcast, or I've heard Audacity isn't that great, or all of these things that often isn't based on actual experience, but it's just based on something they've heard, or they just think that free means bad. Well, I'll give you five reasons that you can and should use Audacity for podcasting. Now, this is if you don't already have something in place, but five reasons you should. And this will be in countdown order. So number five, Audacity doesn't get in the way. Audacity is often criticized because of this interface that when you load it up, it doesn't really help you out. It's just a pretty much blank slate. Actually, I think that is much better for you because then that means that Audacity doesn't get in the way of what you want to do. Think about Microsoft Office. What was it? Office 95 or 97 that introduced Clippy. And what did Clippy do? It got in the way. It tried to help you too much. Now, sometimes some of the wizards in certain programs where you just answer yes or no questions, choose this option, choose that option, and poof, it spits out something for you. Sometimes that's fantastic. But I think in recording a podcast, you want your effort to be in producing quality content, not constrained by the tool. And Audacity doesn't get in the way of that because it loads up. It's a blank slate. So you can start off, you can record, you can drag your audio into it, you can edit your audio. It does not get in the way because Audacity is designed for one purpose, and that is audio editing. Generally, for vocal audio editing, although you can use it for music audio editing. But programs like GarageBand on OS X, which frequently comes free with a new Mac, or you can purchase the iLife suite and get the latest version, or you can even get GarageBand on your iPad. But GarageBand is really nice. Yeah, it's easy to use. It's pretty and stuff. But I feel like it gets in the way a little too much because it's a little too pretty. It tries to do too much. And some of these 
big expensive programs like Adobe Audition or even more expensive programs also get in the way a bit because they've got so much that they can do that sometimes you might be at a loss of where do you start? Well, with Audacity, you start it up. One of the biggest buttons you see is that record button. And that can be how you start. And you see what you're recording showing up right there. It's easy to use. It does not get in the way of what you want to do. So that's reason number five. Audacity doesn't get in the way. Reason number four, Audacity makes multi-track editing easy. Yes, I think Audacity's multi-track editing is easy compared to more professional programs like Adobe Audition. Now, sure, there are other programs like Reaper and Hindenburg that do certain things really well, too. But Audacity works really easily with this. this. Here's a frustration I've been having with using Adobe Audition. When I want to create a multi-track project, even if it's just something really quick, I have to create the file for my multi-track project before I actually edit the project. I hate it when a program makes me save the project or file before I actually start on the project. I hate that on a program. GarageBand does this too. I just, I don't like that. I want the freedom to name the file or create the file later, not when I'm first starting out. So Audition makes it a little cumbersome to just do quick little projects and such. And also Audition is a bit weird that it has a waveform editor and a multi-track editor. And you can do many things in waveform that you can't do in multi-track, and you can do some things in multi-track that you can't do in waveform. And this gets really annoying when I'm working on a podcast or some kind of audio project. I want to just edit something, and I'm working with multiple tracks. It's not very easy. Audacity makes this actually easier than Adobe Audition, because in Audacity... It combines the waveform editor and the multi-track editor into a single interface. You don't have to switch back and forth. If you want to edit one track, that's fine. You edit it right there in Audacity. If you want to edit more than one track, well, just create more tracks, record them, import them, whatever. You can select across multiple tracks. You can easily move your tracks around. You can edit one track differently from another. You can mute a track. You can do all of these things really easily in Audacity. And because it's not such a complicated program, then it makes this this more complicated procedure of multi-track editing very simple, in my opinion. And by the way, I really would love to hear your feedback on these tips, on these reasons, and if you have certain reasons that are your top five or top however many reasons that you use Audacity for podcasting or like it, or maybe you miss using Audacity if you've moved on to something else. So please comment on the show notes over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 115. No, so reason number four, Audacity makes multi-track editing easy. Reason number three, Audacity is cross-platform. We use this common phrase in computer language called cross-platform or OS, which stands for operating system. And we're talking about what's running on your computer. Is it Windows? Is it Linux? One of the many hundreds of distributions out there. Is it OS X? Well, whichever platform you're running on your computer doesn't really matter to Audacity because Audacity is available on these major platforms. So if you go from Audacity on Windows to Audacity on a Mac or Audacity in OS X, it is almost exactly the same. Same thing with if you go from 
OS X to Linux or to Windows or any direction there, it's pretty much exactly the same. That's that's an oxymoron. It's it's very very similar. The very few things are different. The keyboard shortcuts are generally the same. Command on OS X or Control or on Linux and Windows. It's very easy to use. So the great thing is, if you're working with Audacity on one kind of computer and then you switch, then you don't have to learn everything all over again. Audacity works essentially the same way. Many of the plugins, too. Actually, I'd probably say most of the plugins, because I don't know of a single plugin that doesn't, but I'll I'll allow that maybe there isn't. But most of the plugins, all of them that I know of, work on all of these platforms, too. Chris's Dynamic Compressor, for example, works on... Windows, OS X, and Linux, or some of the more advanced plugins and compressors and effects and such work on all of these platforms. So it's really easy to go from one kind of platform to another, which is fantastic because have you ever switched platforms, like forced yourself to switch? Maybe you're going from Windows to OS X or from OS X to Windows or something like that, and you just feel like, where did everything go? I don't know how to use this anymore. Well, Audacity can be one of those steady points that you know Audacity is going to be the same between whatever kind of computer you're working with. It's great for that. So that's reason number three. Audacity is cross-platform. Reason number two. Audacity can do everything that most podcasters need. Think about audio podcasting, that is. What kind of audio editing stuff do you really need for most podcasting out there? Well, usually you need cut, copy, paste. You need to be able to place sound effects or music or sound clips of some sort in your timeline. You need to be able to adjust volume levels here or there, maybe fade in something, fade out something. Maybe you want to run some basic enhancing effects to make yourself sound better or just fix some problems or something. Those are the basic things that most people would want to do when editing an audio podcast. And Audacity does all of that. And it does so much more, too. And Audacity can do all of this without installing any extra plugins or having to download anything extra. Audacity can work great for this. Now, the one little caveat to this is if you're going to make an MP3 file then I don't recommend using Audacity's lame encoder. Well, it's not Audacity's, but I don't recommend using the lame encoder with Audacity. Instead, I recommend exporting a WAV file, and if you can, use iTunes to make the MP3, because that just makes a higher quality file that's more compatible and uh, works really well. It's actually a bit quicker, too, than using Audacity's method when you actually time it, which I've done before. And you can go back to past episodes of the Audacity to Podcast to learn more about that. So if you go back to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 10, you'll learn how to make MP3 files using iTunes instead of using Audacity. So with that one little caveat aside, but you, you can use lame and it's really easy to install some people say oh it's terrible you gotta install this find this move it here move that there just go to the audacity website and download the lame for audacity plugin and it installs really easily for you on the platforms that are out there windows linux os 10 but really audacity can do everything most podcasters need 
Now, it's when you get into the more fancy things or you want to adjust your workflow or you want certain things to go faster for you. Well, that's where other programs may do it a little bit better. But actually, some things I'm feeling like now that I'm using Audition regularly, I feel like there are some things that Audacity still does a bit better than Audition. If you can't tell, multi-track editing is one of those things that I think Audacity does more easily and better than Adobe Audition because I hate the separate waveform and multi-track editors in Audition. So that's reason number two. Audacity can do everything most podcasters need. And then reason number one to use Audacity, and you probably know what's coming. The number one reason to use Audacity is Audacity is free. Yes, that's the number one reason for using Audacity. And it is a fantastic reason for using Audacity. Here's why. Podcasters often start out doing this as a hobby. And how much money do you usually have in your hobby? Or even if you're not doing this as a hobby, you're trying to do this to help your business and such, and you're starting out, how much money do you have to spend on fancy audio editing software? Well, not much. Go back to reason two. Audacity will do everything most podcasters need. So Audacity is free. So that means you can use the money that you save by using Audacity instead of buying some other program, expensive or cheap, you can use that money to invest in something else that will make a better difference for your podcast. Maybe it's a microphone. Maybe it's uh, some better headphones. Maybe it's a great mic stand that doesn't get in the way or doesn't keep dropping your microphone. Maybe you need a pop filter for your cheap mic. Maybe it's even just your website hosting and domain, which by the way, costs a about $100 per year if you use Bluehost. And I do really recommend Bluehost. You can check them out at theaudacitypodcast.com slash Bluehost. So when you're not spending money on your audio editing software, then you can spend that money somewhere else that matters more. And I've talked about this many times before, that the software you use does not affect the quality of your podcast. It may affect how easy it is to produce your podcast. And that's the slight caveat to this. There is a price to free, and that is time and knowledge. Some things will take more time to do in Audacity than it does in other programs. Some things you may need to know a little bit more to do in Audacity than in other programs. One thing, though, that's counter to that is if you use Chris's dynamic compressor to even out the volume levels of your podcast, go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash Chris if you want to check that out. But if you use that plugin, it's got some really easy numbers in it that are easy to remember, pretty easy to understand. Switch over to something like Adobe Audition, and the controls are professional-level controls, so they can be a lot harder to understand if you're just getting into this, if you're not familiar with audio editing. So free does have a slight price. Uh, Maybe it requires that you learn something more about Audacity or audio editing, but still, it's free. And if you're doing this as a hobby or just starting out, then you might enjoy that moment of learning or when something clicks or just getting into the program, doing things a bit manually yourself. I really like learning things 
manually first, learning how it works. And then later on, I can take for granted, or well, I won't take for granted because I've learned how things work so I can appreciate things. I appreciate how to do things and build that basic understanding first. So the top five reasons, again, for using Audacity for podcasting. Number five, Audacity doesn't get in the way. Number four, Audacity makes multi-track editing easy. Number three, Audacity is cross-platform. Number two, Audacity can do everything most podcasters need. And number one, Audacity is free. Number one reason there. If you're going to spend money, spend it on something else. And by the way, that's going to be a subject for a future podcast of what is worth spending money on in podcasting. I'd love to hear your feedback on that. Please email feedback at the audacity to podcast.com. Leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221, or you can go to the audacity to podcast.com and click on the send a voice message link, which now works on iPhone and iOS devices as well. And show notes for this episode, if you'd like to comment on these and share with me your top reasons for using Audacity or your experience with each of these reasons, or if you want to disagree with these reasons, that's welcome too. Please go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash 115. That's 115. dot com slash 115 to comment on these show notes. And I would love to hear from you more feedback on other upcoming topics I have. I want to hear, like I mentioned, what podcasting stuff is worth spending money on? What is your preferred order of content inside a podcast? Like the progression of their content and what do you like hearing in a podcast, not like hearing segments, bumpers, intros, outros, ads, anything like that. I'd like to hear about that. And also, I want to hear from you what you think are the best online communities for talking about the art and technique of podcasting. So you can go to theaudacitypodcast.com for all the feedback information, or I'll share it again in just a little bit. So since I've talked about Audacity here, and you know I'm a big proponent of Audacity, maybe you're that person out there who is still thinking about getting into podcasting and you've been listening to these different episodes where I occasionally give you specific information about Audacity and and praise Audacity highly, but you're not sure how to actually use Audacity. Well, that's what I want you to visit learnaudacity.com for If you go to learnaudacity.com, you'll see information about my Audacity workshop. It's a webinar where you can join me and several students who will be learning how to use Audacity. This first webinar will be one hour long for the actual content where I'll be teaching you from installing, updating, uh, adding plugins to Audacity to more advanced things like how do you edit your audio? How do you mix in music, do fade-ins, fade-outs, some of the automated tools? How do you save time and how do you export files? All of this stuff. Some really cool things about learning Audacity in a single webinar. It will be one hour of training and then plus your questions answered. So if you'd like to ask something like, well, if I want to jump to this part of Audacity, how do I do that? or anything like that, I will be there to help you with that. So please go to learnaudacity.com to register for the Audacity webinar. First one will be on March 9th, 2013 at noon Eastern Standard Time. 
And then I will be having more in the future too. Now, the early bird pricing has passed, but there's still a way that you can save $25 if you register for the class. And that is go to the audacitypodcast.com and sign up for the free podcasting tips newsletter. All participants, all people who are on the newsletter will receive a coupon code so you can still get that early bird pricing if you're still interested in the Audacity webinar. So please check out learnaudacity.com and you can also get those links over at theaudacitypodcast.com if you'd like to check that out. I'm really excited about this. We've still got some space available, so there's space for you and I'd love to have you be a part of it and help you learn how to use audacity so check that out at learnaudacity.com and i want to thank gengivitis great interesting name there gengivitis for leaving a kind review for me in itunes for the audio edition of the audacity podcast i really appreciate that and if anyone else would like to leave a review in itunes or mark any of these nice ones as useful please go to the audacity to podcast.com slash iTunes. And also please consider subscribing to the video edition and leaving ratings and reviews by going to theaudacitypodcast.com slash iTunes video to subscribe to the video edition of the Audacity to Podcast where I have, it's not quite a consistent publishing schedule, but I have some awesome things I'm working on that'll come down the pipe soon and some more tutorials and you can see past episode tutorials there like the PowerPress video tutorial is now a downloadable podcast episode instead of just on YouTube. Uh, The Audacity Chains tutorial is downloadable. My uh, I recently did a review of the Boss Jock podcasting app for iPad and iPhone. So check those out by subscribing at theaudacitypodcast.com slash iTunes video. Last thing I, I want to mention is go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash monthly downloads. This was a bit, a bit of a pet peeve that I have that I often see with podcasters mentioning monthly downloads. Someone might say, yeah, I went from a thousand downloads a month to 20,000 downloads a month. And in my long and detailed and yet also honest article, I point out why monthly downloads is really an irrelevant number. I've got some math in there. I share some of my honest downloads, what my monthly downloads look like for Noodle Mix Network as a whole. So you can go check that out over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash monthly downloads. In short, the problem with monthly downloads is that it gives no actual indication of the size of your audience. Because you can increase your monthly downloads, you can double your monthly downloads by producing twice as many episodes without getting any more subscribers. You can shut down or diminish your monthly downloads by producing fewer episodes, anything like that. So monthly downloads are not very reflective. And there's also things to consider uh, with uh, past episodes, download history, and what new subscribers do and all of this. So I encourage people, don't use monthly downloads as an actual measurement of the size of your audience. Instead, look at how many unique downloads a single episode receives about a month after you published it. That's close to how big your audience is. So if that means you have 100 people downloaded your episode about within a month, then you have about 100 people listening to your podcast. 
and don't get discouraged by small numbers. Again, remember, (laughs) we people who podcast about podcasting refer to this often. Think of a room full of the number of people that you have consistently downloading your opinion and listening to you and realize these people are coming back every week to hear your perspective on whatever your issue is, whatever the your passion is, whatever your niche is that you like talking about in your podcast. So check that article out over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash monthly downloads. And again, you can comment on the show notes for this episode and let me know what you think of these, the top five reasons for using Audacity for podcasting by going to theaudacitypodcast.com slash 115. Please remember to join me when I record the podcast live on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern time. That's GMT minus five while we're in standard time over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash live. Please send me questions or topic suggestions or anything you'd like me to cover in future episodes by emailing feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com or call 903-231-2221 or leave a comment on the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com. Click on that send a voice message link to record a message right from your computer or iOS device. Please remember I'm also available for one-on-one consulting to help you launch your podcast or design a website for you, design podcast cover art for you or anything like that. And also, I really think you're going to love the Audacity webinar at learnaudacity.com. Please follow me on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle and check out all the other podcasts that we do as part of Noodle Mix Network at noodle.mx. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. Thanks for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Like learn how to be productive from beyond the to-do list, theorize over the Once Upon a TV show from Once Podcast, get some Christian movie reviews with critical thinking from Are You Just Watching, get a Christian worldview on politics and other social issues from Christian Meets World, or laugh with our clean comedy podcast, The Ramen Noodle. It's all at noodle.mx. And the Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Think about anything that you could listen to about technology, Minecraft or video games or programming or from any kind of niche about technology, and it's there. Go to techpodcasts.com.